<laughs> Kick it, bro. Garage Logic Podcast number ha, 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 115. Woo-hoo. March 13th, 2019. Eight below on this day in 1956, but back in 2016, what's that, three years ago? 70 degrees. Oof. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse Gary? on the east shore yeah. of Spoon. Where have you been, Gary? It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Who am I thinking Who of? Is your flashlight king? Cooter. No, the tough guy. The tough guy in the and movies, and there was a long bit of one Chuck line. Norris. Chuck John Claude Van Damme. You need Chuck Norris. You sure it wasn't Cooter? No. I don't want to hear that again. No, I'm, I'm serious. Unless you're referring to his age. We need we need Chuck Norris to go out and kick Mother Nature's ass yeah. is what we need. Now it's getting personal now. You took down the roof of the cow barn at the yeah. fair. We're not, getting personal here. We're not going to stand for that, I'm not going to stand for this. Wednesday morning, today, March 13, State Fair crew members will be assessing the damage after part of the cattle barn went down Tuesday night. Crew members said they believed the collapse was a result of a sliding snow load. Well, of course it was. No one was hurt, and there weren't any cattle inside. I figured there wouldn't be. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, I, I don't think, did anybody, you know, did Bert forget his cattle right, there from just, September? It's not like when, year. when Van Halen leaves town and there's a couple of mic cords in the yeah. corner. <laughs> uh, when one, with one of the walls now gone. A KSTP crew was able to see damage to several vehicles and campers in other situations where cars were being stored. They are older buildings. Barb Whiteys, who is the Minnesota House Council, who was on the Minnesota, I'm sorry, who was on the Minnesota <laughs> Horse Council, said there have been leakages here, Uh-oh. but nothing unstable. Uh, Whiteys said she was at a nearby meeting when she saw St. Paul fire crews and Minnesota State Fair police gathering on Judson Avenue. The building is used for storage during the winter. Uh, we're going to have to do a little reevaluating about space and relocating that space in the event that the oh. fairground is oh. uh, for that event on the fairground here, of course. Serious question, Such. Yep. How is this going to affect wax hands? Ooh, I do have some oh, bad no. news for the lead investor. That was the. Uh, I've received nothing that but was bad the, uh, news. That was the secure, I've never had good news. The uh, the uh, the part that received the worst uh, damage in the cow barn. Uh, that's where we house the wax hand machine, oh, so the tent. I can tell you right um, now, this is all insurance fraud. He's responsible <laughs> yeah, for the roof uh, coming down. We're going to need another cash call to uh, but on update a, some of On a serious cleaner. note, Joe, yeah. when your roof comes down from snow load, yeah. there's only one person to blame. You. The owner yep. of that roof. Yep. Well, I've been sweating it out. Tell you well, the truth. A lot of people have, and a lot of people are losing, too. I lost a building, but it was a building that needed to go. Remember when you had a flat roof? I do oh, remember boy. that. boy. Were you up there with a snowblower? <laughs> That's when he did the... I tried a leaf blower once. <laughs> I have uh, the heating uh, wires on my roof in the back, yeah. and they're kicking in now with these temperatures. Yeah. They, they don't work at 15 degrees. No. They don't? No. But it's a gradual, too. With those, you do have to. you got to turn them on in November. Finally, finally, the well, no, Matt, you don't leave them on in, per, in, in perpetuity. Well, if it's going to snow. Well, I, I, and that was my fault. I did miss oh, a snowfall okay. this okay. year. 
Uh, and I don't blame our paper delivery person for this because I noticed that. I don't, I don't blame him. He didn't try to get up the driveway. He just threw the papers down <laughs> on the driveway, and I don't blame him at all. Yep. I damn near killed myself trying to get the papers. Was it new shoes again? What I had to do, I went about 10 feet and I realized I can't do this. You sat down, didn't you? Well, I was going to. (laughs) (laughs) I crabbed my way back and got the salt. All fours? The salt container. Wait, wait, all fours? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then. Mark like a dog for me, you snow bunny. (laughs) I crabbed my way back. God. And I got the salt. Crack her ass up in the air. <laughs> Spider-Man on ice. <laughs> Everybody calm down. And then I salted my way to the papers. Yes. I salted my right. way. Yes. And then I could pick them up, and then I salted my way back. It's just, it's just treacherous. Uh, it really you're, is. You're not on much of a hill, but we you're on just, enough uh, of a... That's what we do in the city. I know. We salt our <laughs> way to the papers. I see that. <laughs> but again, you need to get those small landscape pedals or the chicken grit, because that is like walking with those yaks no, on. I'll tell you what I need. I need two half-ton ratchets hooked up to a circulating reciprocal Harkins block. Then I'll get on one of those little saucers. And then with a cable, yes. and let, probably let, work. Let, it, let me slide down there, and then hit the button, and those two reciprocating <laughs> Harkins blocks and two half-ton ratchets will bring me back. Bring you right back up, oh, paper yeah. in hand. Yeah. Or you jack up the wife's SUV, get a long rope, tie it, tie it in a loop, have her tow me back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. have a tow rope. <laughs> 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 Don't <laughs> <cut> it. I'm <laughs> reaching. <laughs> Thank you, dear. And she looked at this operation, and she said. You'd do anything for a paper, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. You I gotta said, get yes, the paper. I would. Gotta get yes, the paper. I would. It's generational. Uh, you younger people, you can sit there with your iPods or whatever the hell you call them, iPads, computers. Yeah, you can't. Uh, I don't like that. The iPods. See, this on. college scam that you brought up yesterday, Mr. Height? Yes. It truly is an amazing story with a number of different ways to look at it. One emailer had, a, had an interesting point. I don't happen to agree with it, but it was an interesting point. Is it possible that these fraudulent Hollywood liberals who would have stood firm behind all kinds of affirmative action programs and uh, uh, realized that, that they couldn't get their kids into oh school. Oh, my God, that's brilliant. Because of, because that, of slotting requirements and whatnot. Yes. So, and so rather than be deprived, they'll pay. Uh, who was the person who paid $6 million? How dumb was that kid? Five million wasn't enough. Yeah. How dumb was the guy, the kid they had to pay six Wait million? Wait a minute. For? Why don't you buy that? You what? said you don't. You don't agree. I, with I it. don't buy it because uh, I think just, that's brilliant. I just think this is the part of uh, the decline of moral and ethical integrity. Okay. okay. I just think these are foolish people. Uh, Jordy, or not Jordy, uh, Chief Offset Correspondent Kelsey had the best point on this. Uh, here's Kelsey. Felicity Huffman and her husband Bill Macy have a combined net worth of $45 million. Lori Laughlin and her husband have a net worth of between 80 and $90 million. He's the uh, He's the mind behind Massimo, the Target brand. All right. Why in the world would oh. you even care if your kid went to college? Just give them some money and set them up with a financial good, plan. Good point. Yeah. Or, or what school they get into. Right. Great Be, point. Well, and plus, haven't these people heard that the academy has failed? Mm-hmm. And these sounds like kids that weren't going to get much out of college. No. Isn't there one who's a YouTube star? Yeah. And, yes. And Sophia, my Is daughter, Laughlin's follows kid? her. And, and she That's has really disappoints said, me. Well, she's young, so she's, 
she uh, follows her, and this gal has said, uh, I'm in this college, but I really don't want to go to school. And I'm just here to party. For me. <laughs> right. And, and these saps are paying. And, and think of the people that were involved in this, coaches and uh, well, it's just the, test it, takers. It's and, just so you can appeal to your friends where your kid's going to school, which is the shame of it all. That's all this is about. Well, my like, kid's going to Stanford. I'm paying like 600 a month to send him to tech school. Right, and he's going to get a great <laughs> and job. I, and I made him get a loan and pay for the loan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your sugar daddy, son. <laughs> right. you, know who was it? you know who was involved in the scam? was the sailing coach at Stanford. Yeah, oh, I want that job. Right. Sailing coach. Ahoy, polloi. <laughs> That's six figures? I, I can't believe they got a sailing. First of all... There's no way to coach it. You just get the damn so, boat and go. Hey, like coaching fishing? Coaching fishing. You it's can't like coaching coach fishing. <laughs> What's, There's nothing it's, to coach. It's not like, uh, what is the, the I'm just going to call it the row team. What is that? That's crew. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah. the coach is always in a little fishing boat with a motor on, chasing them around. Got to have something him. to do. Um, so he doesn't chase them around in a fishing no, boat. This was sailing coach. Yeah. Presumably there's a sailing team at Stanford. I'm sure. Well, would you look it up? Please? I will look it up. Uh, what do you do? Hey, pull this is lever. Is Stanford on the ocean? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Stanford is in what town? It's in uh It's not Berkeley. No, it's uh it's north of that. Oh, I'll no, look it Stanford, up. the Stanford Cardinals? Well, Cardinal. Cardinal. The Cardinal. Stanford, All right, Stanford University. Is it in Santa? Stanford, Stanford Cardinal sailing Hold team. On. Yeah, they got a. T- got yeah, it. they got a sailing team. It's it. in Stanford, California. Yeah, they got a. Yeah, Stanford, California, isn't it? They got a sailing team. <laughs> well, if you went there to be on the sailing team, keep sailing, Bob. Five will get you ten. You've you've sailed before. So what is the hell is there to coach? Well, unless they're calling sailing crew. This is the women, so there's out there's a men's and women's. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> We're not going to go into it. My point is, uh, these are some shameful, shameful uh, parents that were serving their children poorly, and uh, and and what I've read of the kids involved, I wouldn't have wasted the money on them. I would have said, "You're on your own, Felicity, or uh, Bruce, or whatever your kids' names are, because uh, you're not going to get anything out of it anyway." Just south of San Francisco, Palo Alto. Yeah. Um, Halfway between San Francisco and San William Jose. William Macy, I saw footage of him going into court today. Mm-hmm. It's his birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy birthday. He's married to Felicity. And is it ironic that he's on Shameless yeah. and did something like this to get his kid into school? Right. Right. I, I, I hope these broads go to jail like this Felicity. Is she going to jail? If no, uh, these if kind she of people don't go filed to jail. Right. a tax deduction on that, that's a fraudulent tax return, oh. and there's a potential, uh, maybe not for jail time, but a fine. Settle. You seem to know a lot about that. <laughs> no wonder your kid got into UST. <laughs> I don't know how Sophia got into UST, but it's it cost me an arm and a leg. <laughs> the documents say actress Lori Laughlin, best known for her role as Aunt Becky. Full House. Uh, well, it's that I would it not know nothing that. Nothing to me. And her know. husband, fashion designer Mosimo Giannulli, agreed to pay bribes totaling five hundred grand in exchange for having their two daughters designated as recruits to the USC crew team, despite the fact that they not, did not participate in crew. Uh, federal agents obtained emails from Laughlin implicating her in the scam. Federal authorities ultimately had three cooperating witnesses to help them build their case. 
One of the cooperating witnesses is a founder of the nonprofit Key Worldwide Foundation based in California, and another worked as the director of college exam prep at a prep school and sports academy in Bradenton, Florida. Uh, it's, I, I, I find this amazing, but I'm not even remotely surprised. How did the authorities um, find out about this? Was there a, a dirty rat? Well, I'm sure there, there was. was. Actually, the Stanford sailing coach is one of the guys who sure. talked, shall oh. we say. Yeah. But he was complicit. Yes, he but was complicit. He had, and a, he he had a change of heart. Correct. Mm-hmm. Beginning in 2011 and continuing through the present, the defendants, principally individuals whose high school-age kids were applying to college, conspired with others to use bribery and other forms of fraud to facilitate their children's admission to colleges and universities in the District of Massachusetts and elsewhere, including Yale, Stanford, University of Texas, USC, the University of Southern California, Los Angeles. In most cases, the students did not know their admission was contingent on a bribe, officials said. There's 200 pages of charging documents. They were unsealed in Boston Federal Court. These people are in big trouble. But, Kenny, you say these people don't go to jail. No. They no, they'll all no, settle. They're not. Especially when they have this well, much loot. What's to loot? settle? It's not a civil case. But they, there's it's no, a criminal case. There's no way that they're going to they're gonna face jail You mean jail they're going to plead to something. They, yeah, exactly. Settle, settle is the wrong word. That's but true. if somebody's graduated from there, uh, do you still get the... Does the oh. diploma still work? Oh, it has to, because you earn those grades, right? I guess. Okay, yeah. maybe once you got there, it's a different so, story. So, well, wait a minute. You're saying that this applies to kids who already are in school? I don't know how far back this goes. It went to I, 2011. 2011, yeah. Okay, well, so somebody would have... eight years ago. <clears throat> well, I don't know, John. I think I just think it's the decline of moral and ethical you integrity. Yeah. If Lori Laughlin's husband was uh, also named here and William Macy was not, does that mean they think William Macy... Yeah, didn't have anything to do with it. How could you not know that your wife's writing a check for five hundred grand? William Macy was uh, supposed to have gone only so far with filling out the paperwork or doing whatever, and then he was completely. um, He just he just take care of take care of it, honey. They don't play office like we do, Such. They're they're unaware of their. There's just a big pool of money that they're dipping into. Yeah, they're both well-known actors. They probably had plenty of money. to, And he just said, go take care of this. Yeah. I signed it. But I mean, you, 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 you saying, how does he not know she's writing a check? That's that's real-world stuff that we deal with. And if you ever... They don't deal with that. Mm-hmm. If you ever lived with his daughter, he probably would go, you ain't going to USC. <laughs> you ain't getting in. I know that. I thought I was going to prevent that, Such. I keep my, uh, my personal checkbook with me at all times so mm-hmm. she can't get a hold of it. Mm-hmm. She just pulled out a different book of blanks and Right, <laughs> willy nilly. Yeah, you know what? It's like snow, a building collapsing. That's your fault. Yeah, and I have no idea until the credit union starts knocking on my door. Hey, hey, hey dummy! Guess what? It happened again. <laughs> I just occasionally will go to my checkbook and see that it's been just uh, generously used yeah. <laughs> without without my knowledge, and I have had nothing to do with it. I've given up squirreling it away. What's yeah. the point? What's the point? What's the point? Just a moment. We'll be back here with everything you need to know. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. We are coming up on St. Patrick's Day. You know, the luck of the Irish. Well, do you have only one agent representing one company for your home and auto insurance? Then you're trying to get lucky. At the Canopy Group, We wish you only the best of luck. 
but we also believe you deserve more than luck when it comes to your home and auto insurance. You need to rely on a process. The Canopy Group has 20 agents and 16 companies. Their process carefully selects from their 16 companies the best coverage at the best price for your personal insurance needs. No luck, just a disciplined and dedicated process to serving you each and every year. Remember, new clients enjoy an average savings of over $600. Contact the Canopy Group today at 800-967-3389 or visit them online at thecanopygroup.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Suchere. Well, being the fiscal conservative that I am, I'm terribly disappointed in Governor Tim Walls. But beyond that, what I'm beginning to realize is he's just terribly, terribly unimaginative. He is just a boilerplate DFLer tax and spender. Did you read today he wants to raise fees? On a lot of stuff that's going to impact a lot of people. we got to pay for these programs. These fees are taxes. Uh, you know, Polanyi's done it. I mean, they all do it. But yeah, this, they... this this guy is terribly unimaginable. He wants a new uh, $2 transaction fee plus another 450 to get a driver's license and another 2 bucks for a license plate. His budget includes $148 million worth of new fees and fee increases on everything from boat owners to companies that sell prescription drugs. Myron Franz, the commissioner of the Minnesota Management and Budget, called it a modest package. Well, it's Myron, it's always a modest package <laughs> a when you're talking guy. about somebody else's money. Yeah. A modest package of fee increases. He acknowledges some of the fees, such as those on assisted living facilities and drug companies, are aggressive, but said they are needed to pay to implement new regulations. Why? Why can't you implement them with the money you have? These are really unimaginative people. And it's never going to be enough. It's never enough. Uh, the new fees for drivers will help support the upgrades and the upkeep of the Minnesota licensing and registration We've already system. paid $100 million for that. Minlars. Yeah, $100 million we've already paid. They messed it up. We're going to pay some well, more. It still doesn't work either. And it oh doesn't work. Your God. kid's still waiting for a license. Still waiting for a license seven months later. Oh. The... Let's deal with this unimaginativeness for a moment. There's nothing novel in the thinking of 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 the left. There's 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 nothing offered to us as an example of uh, forward thinking. Nothing example. Nothing offered as an example of entrepreneurial competitive thinking. Their idea is to if if something needs to be done, they don't do it with what they have. They want more money to do it. Yeah. Well, the problem is that results in the next time something needs to be done, you then need more money to do that. It's the old union trick. So yeah. there's never there's never a stopping point for these people. Uh, yeah, you're building on what you already the first level you raised. Now you're saying we need one more level, but it comes off the first level and now is level two. And all of the union guys send your emails to rookie. Please don't send them to me. Thank you. We were talking. <laughs> our discussion yesterday was off the air about pharmacy companies, wasn't it? We were mm-hmm. talking about the outrageous price of medication. Waltz is collecting fifty million from the pharmaceutical industry for the right to sell prescription opioids and other controlled substances. Now they're not going to absorb that cost we are of course and we're already paying outrageous prices this health care thing is the democrats baby i mean they they like to preach about it right. when they're not bitching about global warming they're bitching about this but yet they not only don't do anything 
they increase the fees, so we're going to be paying more. Right. Every household connected to a water system pays just shy of $6.50 to maintain water quality. The wall's budget would increase it to $9.72, a 50% increase of a fee that hasn't changed since 2005. Well, why not it's just, okay that it hasn't changed since 2005. Yeah, why not just double it? You've I mean, done fine since 2005 with water issues becoming so important. We need to do the testing, Fran said. You mean you haven't been testing the water? Canoes, kayaks, sailboats, paddleboards must be re- uh, registered if they are longer than 10 feet. That's that's the normal law in place already. And Walls is proposing to increase the fee from $10.50 to $15.25. Wow, that's by A 45% increase, the first since 06, will help the Department of Natural Resources maintain boat landings and other facilities. Really? Yeah, and it says here, how do they know this, the next paragraph? Sportsmen favor fees. Really? Oh, we do, do <laughs> we? I didn't know that. Oh, hmm. Licensing fees will go up for pharmacists, social workers, dentists, psychologists, optometrists, and teachers, with the money going to the boards that regulate them and have requested the increases. One industry is getting a break. To stop the flight of martial arts tournaments to Wisconsin, Walls would reduce the combative sports fee. Wow. I had to read that three times. I couldn't believe what I was reading. What? So we're keeping... This is is a big damn problem. I didn't know this was a problem. We got a... a, a, Did you know we were losing martial arts tournaments? That's outrageous. Karate, jujitsu, they're going to Wisconsin where it's cheaper? Keep your martial arts tournaments at home. How many do we have here? We don't have enough, obviously. But what? Tell me, tell me, what? What is imaginative about this? Isn't this just boilerplate? Elect me, I'll raise taxes. I'm going to spend, and then they all show up at the at fundraising parties for him in their SUVs, and they have their little champagne and say, "You go get him, Walsey, and uh, and here's what you get: you get this same uh, old BS." Even though I agree with you, I'll be the devil's advocate. What What would you do in in place if I was the governor? Yeah, yeah. I'm not raising fees by 148 million dollars. I'm probably going to trim the size of the government workforce. I'm going to make do with what I have. But could you get that done? Well, of course not. That's in why, this state? That, that's what I mean. You, you, there's no way you'd be able to do that even, if that, even though that's the fiscally responsible thing to do. It would never happen. You know, we keep saying, what are we going to do about the, the ruling in the salon? What are we going to do about the encroachment of the mystery? Well, I, I came up with an idea. Okay. <sighs> Groups of garage logicians, whether they be from the same neighborhood or the same block or whatever, they're going to have to meet in Fred's garage, Mm -hmm. and they're all going to have to be of a mind that they don't like the way things are going, and that what's needed is the election of a garage logician who wants to be useful and not important, and and one of them from that group in Ward 4, for example— uh, is going to have to say, okay, I'm I'm willing to make the sacrifice. I'm going to run, and you guys are everybody's going to support me, and we'll raise some some money and get yard signs, and 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 I'll give it my best shot. So you're going to do that once the podcast is when done. You're <laughs> no, I think my time has come and gone to do that. See, and I've talked to a, a guy very close to me who's 40 years old, and I've told him this, and he said, no. I'm going to keep working at what I do. Right. They're they're not. Right. There's no. He shares every sentiment he hears on the show. Mm -hmm. But he's, and I'm not indicting him, by the way. Uh, He's not willing to do that. I mean, he's, 
He's he's very close to his family, very involved in coaching and in the whole deal. But he's a he's a bright young St. Paul native who would be a perfect candidate, as you would be if you had remained living in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't do it. I, there's no way in hell I would do it. And that's our problem. I don't want the scrutiny. That's our problem. <clears throat> we, we have surrendered the political system to a growing political class leading their lives in a parallel universe. But on the well, conservative r- side, how many people, how many citizens can come out of private practice never having served in government and go and win a race like the governor's seat? Well, let's, let's just start at the city council level. Let's start at the city council level. Well, you at least have a shot at winning there. I'm not so sure. Rookie, what's the group you sometimes speak to them or you're a member of them, uh, some fathers, or what am I thinking of? So a group of guys who got together to improve their fatherhood or whatever. What uh, am I it's, thinking it's of? It's at the Father's Eve. Um, they are, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on their names, but they are. Didn't we do that? Isn't that the thing we did? No. A couple not, of years ago? Not that I'm aware of. Oh. No, this is the one. They're, they're members of Father's. They go to Father's Eve every year, and they're an outfit. Oh, I can't. Is this church-based? Uh, no, it's community-based. Well, it's neighborhood-based. <clears throat> yes, My yes. point being, you know, that's the kind of group they got to get in somebody's garage. you got to have the beer and the cooler, and they got to sit down and have a serious talk about, you think we can continue to afford to live in this city with the way things are going, oh, no. with the priorities, Mm-mm. with the mayor who has sixteen members of a cabinet, do you, do you, and and, and, a, and an unaccountable situation because we're led by only one party, only one party, and that that diminishes accountability. And that's why the other day when we were talking about the disposable plastic containers, that's why Danny O'Gara, Mancini. Uh, uh, all those guys, they need to go and say, we're going to move if you, if this continues. And hey. I know that they can't, essentially, but those are the people that are going to That's get an empty the threat. They don't care. Right. Their agenda is more important than the, the, right. the livelihood yeah. of St. Paul. And remember right. what we discovered yesterday. Uh, in many cases, their allegiance is not to O'Gara and Cassetta and Mancini. Their allegiance is to the U.N. Their allegiance yeah. oh is God. to a higher, yeah. higher calling of the Salon. <laughs> And so the only thing that's going to stop it is groups of GLers are going to have to get together and self-appoint various people to run for office Mm. and try to restore some semblance of sanity to this. Because right now it's a runaway train. And all major major cities in the country are headed to Detroit. It's not just St. Paul. All major cities are headed to a Detroit-like situation if they don't turn this around because it's just spend, 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 and they don't care how that hurts their constituents. And here's Walls, so unimaginative. Not one say, and he's also angry that they didn't uh, pass legalized marijuana, the hypocrite, because he wanted the revenue from it. All he thinks about is how can I get more of your money to spend? There's yeah. nothing imaginative about that. There's nothing new about it. There's nothing inventive about it. There's nothing charming about it. There's nothing that indicates in any possible way he gives a rat's ass about the people of this state. He's a terrible disappointment as far as I'm concerned. Well said. Well, well said. look at also in the in the Senate race, um, the guys that came out of the private sector. Uh, McFadden came out of the private didn't sector. Didn't go anywhere, did he? Uh, the late, great Burt Mackesee right. uh, decades ago right. or whatever. I mean, those guys come out of the private sector and are successful – and the public says, uh, we, want a, we want our liberal people in the Senate. Or the, uh, no, he believes in capitalism. 
Right. The That's last the... mayor of St. Paul who summoned the interests of business was a florist named George Vavilis, who got elected as mayor of this city, St. Paul, in 1960. And his first act was to call in the the bankers and the insurance agents and the attorneys and the people running department stores. And he said, what can I do for you? Now, let me clarify that for Euphorians and the people who follow Alexandria Occasional Cortex. (laughs) It wasn't so much that he was uh, trying to protect the interests of already established businesses and so-called privileged people. Mm -hmm. He was trying to uh, sustain an environment where those people could continue to flourish and employ people and the middle class could remain strong and the neighborhoods of St. Paul could remain strong. And with each succeeding mayor, you've seen that get chipped away at. Which is why I've said, we're at a point now where you will regret the loss of the current mayor once you get the next one. That came true for sure. Well, they call that cronyism now. Mm -hmm. I I mean, and that's a bad thing. Uh, But that's how things got done. And then in turn, those businesses would go to him and say, we've got a problem with this park. Uh, Me and this guy and this guy and this guy want to chip in and get this handled. Or, you know, you got our backs. And that was how things got done, the good old boy network. And it was all above board. I'm not talking illegal activities here. But look about if you ran for the city council and plug in your own city, I'll plug in St. Paul. If you ran for that um, as a conservative, you you wouldn't be able to – stand the election, they'd be all over you. But if you got in office, you wouldn't be able to work with those people. It would be like Bostrom, five to six to one or whatever it was. Yeah, but if enough GLers in any given city in the country got together to represent different pockets of their city, it wouldn't necessarily be a conservative takeover. GLers are not, you know, terribly out on either end of the political spectrum. Agree. GLers are, are, are people who love this country and uh, realize that families must be raised and that not every lane of traffic can be dedicated to a bicycle. Right. Uh, they're reasonable people. They're and reasonable they're people. busy making ends right. meet. Right. That's the thing. They're working their asses off for the American dream. And instead of saying, here's eight hundred grand for a bike lane, we need to replace these rusty stoplights so they don't fall on someone mm-hmm. with all the salt that we've had up. Okay, Such, so that's not going to happen. You're not, your, your 40-year-old guy isn't going to run, <laughs> right. even though he's highly, highly qualified. He could change things. What's the answer? Do we start with people like Matt's kid, Matthew Jr.? I mean, yeah. what, what I see, um, like in the case of Amy Klobuchar, you go to college, you go to Bill Mitchell or wherever she went, you uh, become a lawyer, and that's where your political career starts once you're a lawyer. I got a better idea. Mm-hmm. We masquerade around as the ultimate lefty. Then once we're elected, voila! It was like a super destroyer. You pull the mask that, off. Wasn't that poor? Suckers! <laughs> who gotcha. Switched, who switched parties in, in uh, office? Normie. Yeah, it was normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not a bad idea. See? See? <laughs> Beat them at their own game. Just campaign. I'm, you I'm know what? Give everybody everything free. Not <laughs> enough is being spent on climate change. Right. I'm going to spend more. Right. right. One lane of cars. So your, your kid is what, 22, 23 now? 21. And he has said to you before that he has political aspirations. He's a smart kid. He's the treasurer for the Republican Senate district in 54, whatever. So he's already, the treasurer. he's already started. That ball yeah. is already in play. Yeah. Yeah, but does he, like he be be, does he want to be useful or important? 
Uh, he wants to be useful. Right. I don't think he cares about having chair a... boxes for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> a free chair box in every pot. Yes, and he would be. They've already said that they need young people like that at their meetings. You know, they sit through these long, drawn out meetings. I can see it now. He becomes president of the United States, and he's got his own. Younger brother Billy, who comes out in your case, it's <laughs> Gabe shutting down. Who keeps closing the curtain behind the Oval Office with, of this we remote? If we went beer. there for dinner, we'd have to bring our own meat. <laughs> yeah, you can come, but you got to bring your own meat. Somebody, I'm not sure. Somebody sent us a note. Billy beer was was brewed here, Cold, Cold Spring. Spring. Yeah. yeah. Did we know that already? I think it was Jordy uh, or Kelsey. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was mentioned uh, in the story. Say, uh, why don't we return with the John Hyde news experience? Truth, justice, and the souchere. So that's why I think gum is great. (laughs) (laughs) See, I know it doesn't look like it, but it's getting close out there for the motorcycling season. DennisKirk.com has over 160,000 products in stock for you and your bike. Doesn't make any difference what kind of bike. They got you covered. Uh, Free shipping on orders over $89. DennisKirk.com is the best place to get your stuff. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This just in a... Gum controversy erupting <laughs> on the family podcast. Yes. Never mind. Table talk uh, with Rookie's family on podcast. There's one. your plug, and that's it. We'll get another <laughs> one at the end. I gotta have GLs listen to that thing. Well, Minnesota's. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. Kind of. Minnesota's Office of the Legislative Auditor says they can't substantiate allegations that money defrauded from a state child care program found its way to terror organizations overseas. Lawmakers asked for the report after TV reports last year alleging that fraud in the Minnesota Child Care Assistance Program ran as high as $100 million annually. The report, which partly cited uh, unidentified sources, also said state and federal agents had tracked some of the money overseas and that they believed some of the cash was likely being skimmed by terrorist groups. The report, released Wednesday, says investigators didn't find any evidence to substantiate a connection between the fraud money and support for terrorist organizations. It says fraud in the child care program is a recognized problem, but it couldn't establish a reliable estimate of how big that is. Yes, in the back. That story reminds me of, uh, we should be reminding people, I think we've posted a uh, Glenn Beck. uh, On the Garage Logic Facebook page. His Blaze Network did a very uh, good piece on attempting to get to the bottom of just who Ilhan Omar is. And uh, they did a very good job of it. And uh, Boy, is it eye-opening. It's terribly eye-opening. And the uh, what strikes you the most is she apparently is so untouchable she can get away with anything she wants to get away with because she will never answer for herself. No, and she's never held accountable for her actions. We've tried to here, but she won't. Uh, she uh, nor her people will ever call here. I don't trust the woman, and I don't believe she loves the United States. That's my position. So you think uh, what happened, what it, it was last week, right, where Pelosi introduced something about mm-hmm. racism. You, you think that's just lipstick on a pig? Yes. And, and uh, so we've, we, we've linked that. Uh, I hope Glenn Beck doesn't mind that. I bet he does not. No, in fact, the opposite. I'm sure he loves it because yeah. it, it got a lot of action yeah. from the GLers. And, it, and as he points out, no one in the— News gathering industry is curious about this woman, or reporting on or reporting on this well, those, stuff those, and her affiliations with terrorism. 
everything in there, though, the first part was covered here locally. Yeah. yeah. Those, sto- those are old stories. I was a little disappointed in Glenn that he thinks no one here has yeah. taken a yeah. shot at it. We certainly yeah. have. Uh, including the first time she really got a blip in the radar was when she allegedly uh, had that bad experience with the cab driver yeah. in Washington, D.C., which uh, to this day I think was B as in BS as in totally no, no, Yes, it there was. There was a cab driver who was suspended in Washington, D.C. on that story. We oh. talked about this. I thought it was right. the opposite, John. Yeah. I thought he was clear. We talked everything. about this on the air over there. Yeah. The cab driver was suspended for harassing her. Huh. Well, take it back then. She didn't right. make it up. <laughs> Is okay. it true Minnesota is the uh, leader in the country for fund uh, fundraising for terrorism? Is I that, believe so. Yeah, it's high but because of the Somali, large Somali. Uh, back to the population. point of uh, anybody covering locally, outside of the two newspapers, yours and the enemy paper, who kind of treat her with kid gloves at the Star Tribune, who is going to? There's no talk show host in town that's going to talk about her the way that this show does. No, no, no. That, and that's that's a problem. Well, she's protected. She fits the template. Way to go, Minneapolis. Congratulations. The report also questions. Why do you live in Carver? I'm just, you know why. The credibility of the former government worker who made the allegations, Scott Stillman. Stillman admitted in the past to false statements involving a lawsuit filed against him and in using the office's letterhead and sending the statements. Lawmakers asked for the report after allegations last year that fraud in the child care assistance program ran as high as 100 mil. Each year. So, Johnny, what I'm confused about is the initial investigation was led by whom? Channel 9. Remember but didn't that. a state agency also? Not until. Not, this is the result of, okay. the, of the state investigation. The state investigation came because of the Channel 9 report, mm-hmm. and this is the end result of the state investigation. Uh, we Which lost essentially it. says, yeah, we're missing some money, but we not just 100 million. We just don't know where yeah. it went and yeah. how much it actually wow. is. So, basically, the state okay. should hire Fox 9 to do this right. kind of work. <laughs> Uh, Roof problems, Uh, you alluded to this a bit, Joe. We did lose some roofs in the past day. Uh, or roofs. Is it roofs, Kenny? No, it's roofs. I know. There's no V in there. I'm just playing a little there. It sounds better. Roofs. I'm going to go with roofs. I thought it was DiMaggio. (laughs) All it's ceilings. Ceilings? (laughs) A roof over the swimming pool at the Super 8 Motel in Shakopee collapsed Tuesday night. Oh, no! Resulting in the evacuation of people staying there. But they saw that one coming. Yes. According to the Shakopee Police Department, an initial call was made around 6.40 p.m. It happened near a gas meter. So as a precaution, utilities went to the location to check the gas line. The Super 8 is closed for the night Tuesday. It was closed for the night Tuesday. Police say they were told the roof was already sagging. However, authorities think the collapse did not happen due to snow. The pool was shut down earlier in the day because of the sagged roof. What kind of hotel? Uh, Super 8. I didn't even know they had pools. Oh, yeah. Super 8. Small... uh... Get the super the kids and, put their toes in there and you know, hang out. Police said all guests found new hotels for the That's night. That's one of those pools where you don't have to take a shower before you go no. in. It's one of those one of those deals. Yeah, hell, there goes so super eight. <laughs> Bring us your dirty, your greasy, your slimy, oh. your swampy. <laughs> I'm just in. gonna eat this pizza right here in the pool. <laughs> Hop in, Jeff. Only three feet deep. Let's go. We got ourselves a cement pond. <laughs> And part of the roof oh, of the cattle barn at the uh, Minnesota that's State. That's where we draw the line, John. ground collapsed. According to a statement provided by the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, a portion of the southeast corner of the cattle barn collapsed into the building due to a sliding snow load around 6.15 p.m. 
The barn located on the south side of Judson Avenue between Stevens Street and Liggett Street. No injuries, according to the statement. State Fairgrounds noted that during the winter months, as uh, we agreed earlier, livestock are not present at the fairgrounds. The cattle barn is just used for storage. wonder why we have to come up with new jargon. Sliding snow Sliding load. Sliding snow load. How about just since, heavy snow on the roof? Since right? when is that new jargon? Yeah. But no. It, it, oh, it's just crawl heavy out snow. from under the rock. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Uh, heavy snow. There. Okay, Mr. Rural, what would you call it up north? A sliding snow load. Is All it, right. Is that why your uh, thing fell down? Your, uh... No, that doesn't have a steel roof. Oh, so it didn't slide. Right. So it's just heavy snow. Are you done? Because I have news from well, uh, no, we're not done. Governor Walls. Oh, oh what do you got? Well, in the last couple of minutes, he tweeted, Joe, and I'm convinced he's got a spy in here somewhere. First, he tweeted, Minnesota's crumbling infrastructure Uh is putting our safety at risk while costing the average person over $1,000 a year in gas, lost time, and car repairs unless we make serious investments. Uh, It'll only get worse. And then another one, this is not a choice between whether we want the gas tax or not. It's it's a choice between living in a state with the best transportation system in the country or one with crumbling roads, bridges that risk our safety and keep businesses away. So he's fear-mongering. Right. And do we have yeah, to shoot for number one in the no, country? No, we don't. Well, let's be like number 15. I'll I'd be take happy 15. With, I'd be happy I'll with 15. Number eight. Yeah. 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 Fifth, I like 15. <laughs> yeah, 15 I agree with Reavers, though. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> but of course, Mindot is retweeting him because they need the money. They need you know? the money to make the road, yeah. Uh, a horrible story from Brazil. At least 10 people now, they're saying, were killed at a Brazilian elementary school where two young men were seen entering the building and firing weapons early on Wednesday. So this ju- doesn't happen just here. No. Among the dead, five school children, one adult who worked at the building, one person who was standing outside, and the two adolescent shooters. At least 17 other people, mostly children, also shot at the Raul Brazil Elementary School, taken to hospitals. The state of their health is not known. The school shootings rare in Brazil, even though the country is one of the world's most violent the more annual homicides than any other in that country. The last major school shooting was in 2011 when 12 children were shot dead by a former pupil in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, gun laws are strict in Brazil. It's not difficult, though, according to authorities, to illegally purchase a weapon. Police said that two adolescents wearing face masks entered the building, started shooting about 9.30 in the morning local time. They eventually shot and killed themselves. Another shooting took place a few hundred feet from the Raul Brazil school shortly before the killings. Police say they're not sure if they're related. About 1,000 children attend that school. Life has become too cheap. Boy. Yeah, like the Wild West. President Trump on Wednesday blasting California Governor Gavin Newsom for halting executions for the state's 737 death row inmates. Trump tweeting, defying voters, the governor of California will halt all death penalty executions of 737 stone-cold killers. Friends and families of the always-forgotten victims are not thrilled, and neither am I. The tweet came hours before Newsom, a Democrat, signed an executive order that halts all executions at San Quentin State Prison, closing a new execution chamber. The order would also withdraw lethal injection regulations. Uh, All convictions will remain intact. Uh, Newsom's order, though, goes against the wishes of California voters who in 2016 backed a measure to speed up executions. How can he do that? Just run the Benny Hill music. Just run the Benny Hill music. (laughs) Can we make part of the newscast the audio montage of Alexandria Occasional Cortex? (laughs) Uh, She was appearing at South by Southwest and was being interviewed, and someone has put together a montage of her her, uh, Valley Girl 
form of speaking. I think it should be part of the uh, newscast. And it reminds me of something that I'll, uh, I'll address to the euphorians who support her after we hear this. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> well, I think like, you know, or whatever, like, boom, like, like, whatever, um, you know, it's like, you know, um, you know, you know, um, 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 like, like, um, like, whatever. Oh, my God. You know, and like, or whatever, like, just like, it's like, like, it's like this, like, 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 Don't don't hold back. Tell me how you really feel about incrementalism. (laughs) Is like, like for what? You know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, things like that. Um, Like, like, because we talk about racism so much, we actually aren't talking about race itself. It's just like, like, it's just like, you know, um, like, like, you know, and, and, and like, it's like, you know, it's like, because, um, you know, whatever, like, you know, like, like about, like, um, it's like, you know, you know, um, in my opinion, um, you know, you know, it's just like, you know, like, you know, like, this like, is as painful like, as the kids in fight. I was just thinking the same thing. It's like, it's like, um, okay. how much longer is this? About another two minutes. You know, oh, that, really? I can't take no. it. I can't take Who it. Slap that together. Uh, it's, it's from a website called the Powerline blog. Powerline. Yeah, that's local. <laughs> Say, is, it, is it really? Uh, but this also happened. Know that uh, I, I, you know, I, I understand, <laughs> and to remind, and, and I'm gonna tell you that I, I will. I think it's very important, and uh, um, no, I. This is diplomacy. Is it's it's a it's a. Uh, you know I don't, what? I don't. Uh, oh, and that's enforce the border. And so comp- my my judgment is a, if, if, but it's a, it's a it's it's a pretty vast part of country down there, based upon the conditions on uh, uh, based upon what the. I've had a, um, you I've know, a, and yeah. it, I'm not allowed to say that. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. A brilliant idea. You know, we hire young happens. Dylan Height, make up some hip hop music, <laughs> and let's have oh, a, oh, a hip hop or... duet <laughs> like, with like, those like, two, like, yeah. like George like. and Omar. Oh, that would be fun. I got. Uh, let me read this story because God, she's uh, painful. She's painful. I, I wish I hate. Now I'm not a big fan of Ilhan Omar. Omar. Ilhan Omar, is, as we are, oh, none of us really are, but I hate when news gets twisted. So I'm going to read this. Untwist it. An administrative law judge ruled Thursday a Washington, D.C. cab driver who harassed Minnesota State Representative Ilhan Omar last December is guilty of discrimination and offensive language. Omar, the nation's first Somali-American legislator, was with a cab with her sister when driver Uka Anuma threatened her to remove her headscarf and called her sisters filthy and ISIS. Anuma was fined $1,000, suspended his cab driver license for 45 days, and ordered to attend anger management and cultural sensitivity classes. So that's the follow-up. You are correct. Her story about the cab driver was not BS. Not BS. All right. More news? No, I want to tell you about something else. I want to tell you about something else. Like, like, like. Well, like, you know. Uh, like, what? Like, 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 no, so. I mentioned that you go outside, it's raining, it's icy, you wouldn't dare get a motorcycle out, but before you know it, you're going to want to, and DennisKirk.com is the place to go. They have more than 160,000 products in stock for you and your bike, Harleys, cruisers, sport bikes, you name it, they have it. In a hurry for something you need, place an order by 8 o'clock today and you'll get it tomorrow. 
That's hard to believe, but that's the way DennisKirk.com, Minnesota company, does business. DennisKirk.com, order today and get it tomorrow. And just because we make fun of you for riding a trike, DennisKirk.com does not. Right. Life than a DNR field agent with a PhD, Joe Souchere. Is this Dylan Hunt? Yes. He right. must have an uh, endless parade of women going through his apartment, doesn't he? <laughs> he's got no time for women. That's what he tells me. Oh. So he wants to get his career going. He says, so he's and smart. And then uh, <laughs> say uh, <laughs> uh, email segment. We already had uh, Kelsey's idea that. Uh, 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 Macy and his and his wife is worth forty five. Laughlin and her husband are worth eighty ninety million. Uh, you don't need to send your kid to school; they're not going to do well anyway. Uh, <laughs> here's uh, Rachel writes uh, uh, linked me to a piece where the mayor in Sioux Falls went out and lent a helping hand when streets were flooded, trying to unclog the drains. Meanwhile, in Minnesota, our mayors are having snowball fights. There you go. <laughs> so, uh-huh. Don't get out. Telling uh, citizens to get out there. Downing, deep thinker with a deep thought. The left can't link. Judging and aiding someone for wearing a MAGA hat makes no more sense than judging and hating someone for wearing a hijab. Isn't that a good deep thought? Ruling required from uh, Dennis Olertz. Uh, Dear Mayor, I need a ruling on a dilemma. 21 years ago, I met and married a wonderful woman from Bulgaria. I explained to her if she wants to see me on weekends, she will have to learn golf. The good news is I taught my wife golf, and now she wants to play every week with me. The bad news is I taught my wife golf. (laughs) Just cheating, or just kidding, in case my wife hears this. Now my dilemma. I would like a new set of clubs, and though I don't think she would mind, the 50-50-90 rule is in play, as you can see in the photo. I have the clubs in my golf command center in the garage, which she parks next to, so they are in plain sight, and she passes them twice a day. One, should I go with the 48-hour rule and just put the new clubs in the bag, knowing she will notice them on Saturday? Number two, should I buy just the clubs and go with the three prices you pay, knowing I will get the look? Or number three, I could have my friend who is an attorney and fixer just buy the clubs and pay him cash. Since he is bound by client privileges, he will not be able to reveal the details. Morally, this last option is not really an option, but just a sign of the times. Good luck, uh, good luck Dennis. Uh, I say you have a clear case here of the 48-hour rule. Oh, I say he goes with option, what was it, 3, C, whatever it was? Uh, the lawyer? Uh, no, no, the three prices you pay? No. the 50, no, 50, the, 90? The, the, the lawyer. I think he goes with that option be, <laughs> and because I've done that. And I'm still sitting on a couple of snowmobiles that friends own. Ooh. Well, that's, that's not my Good snowmobile. To have friends, isn't oh, it? you're riding Steve's sled today. Yeah, he won't know. <laughs> well, uh, he wants my ruling, and I'm going to go with 48-hour rule. Take the clubs out of your bag. Put the new clubs in your bag. Ooh. And the clubs you take out of the bag, don't hide them. Just lean them up against the garage or whatever. Uh, you're going to get by with it. And if you don't, who cares? He doesn't care. Right. 
Uh, speaking of Three rulings. Three prices you pay, by the way, are the price you paid, the price you told her you paid, and the price you'll pay when she finds out the price you paid. <laughs> so the Garage Wood uh, on Twitter phenomenon has really taken off. Oh, Ryan, that is a beautiful piece. So Ryan submitted this, but he also needs a ruling. Can you read the, can you read the tweet? Read uh, On the Garage Logic Podcast Twitter account, at GL Podcast. Just found my good wood under a GD houseplant. Oh, I need a ruling. That's so, perfectly oh. fine. Because when he needs that hunk of wood, he'll just brush off that plant. Okay, so the wife puts the plant on the Sorry. garage wood. Yeah. That's okay. That's fine. All right. Garage wood has no has no uh, uh, sanctimonious role. It's just there when you need it. And if that means you got to mm. knock this plant off it to use it, he's perfectly entitled so to it. It's a great it, rustic look, too, for it, inside. It's in this really case, oh, its purpose shut. right now is to hold the plant. That's it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. All right. Um, there was a piece of garage wood, I think it was yesterday or the day before, that looked like the guy had had it in his family for over a hundred years, and it looked like there was still a live edge on the board. Really? Meaning, yeah, it was a really old, cool. old yeah. piece. Yeah. Uh, Grant sent me a beautiful picture of uh, the Northern Lights, and he said, I remember seeing the Northern Lights growing up in Elk River. The key is to get out of the city. Love the podcast. Doing the best I can. Grant in Memphis. You Northern Lights guys remind <laughs> me of the people that leave town to watch Shush. the leaves change. You're just a bunch of oh, that, what, Leaves changing. What do they do? <laughs> what the, happens the there? Leaves changing. That comes to you. Leaves. <laughs> leaves changing comes to you. Yeah. The Northern yeah. Lights don't come to yeah, you. Yeah. you got to go off and pursue. We're going to go up to the North Shore and see the Aurora <laughs> Borealis. Jim uh, from Rochester writes, There are three simple questions I would like someone to ask occasional Cortex or any of the other politicians promoting socialism. Number one, if our free capitalistic system is so bad... OAC called it garbage. Why do so many people want to come here so badly that they're willing to break the law and risk their lives to get here? Number two, what socialist countries do people want to get into so badly that they are willing to risk their lives and break immigration laws to get there, today or at any other time in history? Number three, what free capitalistic countries have had to build barriers and guard their borders to keep people from fleeing? There are those great questions. You know, you know what our answer is? Like... Like, 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 you know, wait a minute. why does that guy, uh, I went to the garage at oh, GL no. podcast on Twitter and this guy has all of his wood stored in the ceiling. No, his phone is crooked. I already looked at that. It's See, upside down. That's, that's not, you're looking at an upside down picture. I posted it upside down. I posted it upside down. I thought he's got it neatly. That's concrete. Dough. So it's flipped over. Oh, ex- that explains why there's snow. If you look in the upper left, yeah, there's, there's snow, snow. Yeah. on the ceiling. Are we starting a fun for him, too? But look at how frustrated he's been. He's punched holes in the walls because he's been uh, well, shut down. I think since Chris posted it, the fun stays with wait, him. Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, There's no. some great garage. Scroll back to the live. I'm not done with these uh, emails. Scroll Rook. down, Rook. <laughs> Holy crap. Look at that guy. That's the original. That's, uh... Help me, um, Greg. Greg from Linden, Washington. one hell of an awesome belly. Is he oh, pregnant? He's proud of it. That, he wanted it posted. That is a badass belly. Kyle writes, I was down at the NAC grabbing a backup sump pump just in case. We got into a discussion about the various ass statistics and dire predictions you have been reciting over the last couple of weeks regarding the end of the world that will happen in 12 years, or maybe it happened 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. One question that we determined must have your input. If we were able to convince the population of this country 
to focus all of our efforts on raising the temperature of the world by one degree Mm -hmm. in the next 10 years by working against all of the programs and decrees made by the folks in the salon, the likely outcome would be which of the following? A, a temperature rise of one degree. B, temperature drops one degree. C, temperature stays the same. D, who the hell knows? Well, the answer is D. Yeah, who the D. hell knows? I'm D. We also discussed that these four multiple choice answers could be applied to every single question asked about global warming or any fraudulent policy or initiated uh, or initiative created to fight it by the salon. The Mysterians will have to quickly adopt this as no one will ever be wrong regardless of the answer they choose. Asking for a friend, Kyle. Hmm. Uh, How come the voters don't see this obsession with global warming as just a campaign thing? I mean, nobody's talking about the budget. Nobody's talking about health care. Everybody's talking about We're poorly served by adult children on both sides of the aisle. Why are people biting on this hook and getting involved? If you're talking global warming, you're not a serious politician. Mm -hmm. I'm not listening to you. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating. (laughs) Here's the guy who said, John mentioned someone had paid a $6 million bribe to get their kid in. How dumb was that kid? The staff involved (laughs) said, nope, $5 million isn't enough. Make it six. (laughs) (laughs) Matt had a deal. (laughs) (laughs) We need another mill for this dummy. Uh, (laughs) This is from Jim. Hi, Joe. Been a listener since the 80s. I love the podcast because I can listen wherever and whenever. I never have to miss a show. I am wondering if you would consider bringing back Positive Thursday. Although I love the podcast, I find myself becoming depressed about the State of the Union right now after hearing all of the lunacy taking place. I have to believe something good is happening in the world right now. Thanks for digging out the truth and weeding through the BS. Longtime listener, Jim. I think he's right. I'd love to bring it back, but I'll need everybody's input. Oh, uh, no, it can't be Thursday. Because I guess not, because you're not here. I need yeah, it Monday, neither. Tuesday, or Wednesday. <laughs> well, because Thursday is its traditional I, I'm right there with him. Uh, th- this really brings me down. And uh, Tim uh, writes, watch out for a quick melt if your car is parked on a residential street, because it'll be, it'll if the if it melted literally in a twelve hour absence, yeah. uh, you will be more than twelve inches from the curb and get a ticket because the plows wow. never got to the curb. Think about that. You're right. right. Never got that curb. No, yeah, took too tight there. <laughs> you're not tight enough. Like who was that guy? Gil was his Gil. name. Gray yeah, Gil. Or Gil? How did he sound? He sounded. Like, he sounded like a high pitched. I can't. I can't do hey, his too tight, but you're hey, not, what's going on over there? You're, you're too. You're, too, you're not like too him. close to the curb. I'll have to go study it and see. Maybe I can impersonate. I him wish he'd call sometime. I wish he'd call us sometime. Be funny if Gil's car froze in. See you in a moment, GLers. Just see you in a moment. More here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. <clears throat> what are you telling me? I don't know. I'm, well, I'm getting produ- production type directions. Uh, I don't know how he found us, but he did. What? Gil. You're kidding. No. Well, how did he know that we're... Well, put him on. He's on. I may what have are... his phone number. I may I don't have sent Gil? Hey, him a text. I don't hear anything. Reverse is Joe there? This is Joe, <laughs> Gil. Joe there. Yes, is I'm here. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Pretty good. I don't I'm shocked that you knew how to get get a hold of us. Nobody does. Uh, I just took a chance here. I got the uh, the, the the phone number. Somebody gave it up by accident and I write everything down. I put it down by uh, no paper. 
so I can call right away and I do you guys at uh, sometime. I record between uh, after lunch, after rookie has lunch, yep. and you, then you uh, then you tease him about lunch, and you do a podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, nice of you. To, uh, do you listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah, I do every day. I download it on my. Uh, I don't have a. Uh, I go to the library. I don't have a computer at home, <laughs> so I download it at the Los Paul Public Library. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can do that. You just put it. Uh, you put the headphones on. I got some uh, headphones, some uh, that I got at the Walmart on sale because of the Black Friday. Yeah, that's great. Black <laughs> Friday. <laughs> so you've had those for. Well, you've had them since Thanksgiving. That's fantastic. I ninety nine. Good, good. Uh, the price, eh? Hey? You got. You can't get that at Best Buy. No. Anything we can do for you? We're we're gonna move on. Yeah, hey, sh- hey, hey, hey! Hey! How about your bowler now? What? How about your Bauer now? He's not on the team anymore. Yeah, Joe, see, this is what I told you, Joe. I told you about the other Joe that they, he uh, he's got to take some time off, so he's coming back? No, he's not. He's retired, Gil. For how long? Well, usually <laughs> retirement means forever. Jeez, every other bit of salt bird guided because I've retired it seven times. That's true. You'd be like Joe Bauer. Maybe he'd catch the ball. I don't think anyone's anticipating that Maurer will unretire, Gil. <laughs> Oh, you never know. Anything's possible, Joe. Hey, Gil, how's life on your block? How's your how's your how's your walk? How's your street? Uh, <laughs> is your fire uh, plug dug out? Uh, uh, there's a lot of snow. I could I could see where the uh, where the, the fire uh, the the hydrant is, but it's got a big stick. But no, but it's also run by snow. So I don't flood? know how they're going to get the water out of that with a big stick. Any uh, flooding in your block? Uh, not yet. But uh, right outside the group home, we got uh, they shoveled good, and uh, the bus pulls right up. We're good. Good. Are you going to go anywhere today? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run downtown. Uh, I think uh, the candy store, uh, downtown St. Paul, across the Mika Lab. Right. Some, uh, candy corn that's special. Yeah. Gil, this, I, I just realized something. Do you live in a group home, Gil? Yeah, I got a uh, couple. Uh, we, oh, we call it like um. Are they like a group of relatives? No, it's just like a like a uh, like a fourplex. Yeah, four, but it's we're all a group. So, do you have a roommate, Gil? Yeah. <laughs> Who wow. is it? Bill. Bill, how's that work out? You guys, you got like twin beds in in your bedroom, or? Well, we share one bedroom, but it's two beds. We don't. There's that funny stuff going on. We <laughs> respect the privacy, and there's no. What about the cupboards and refrigerator? Back when I was a kid, I had uh, I, I had uh, problems with people eating my uh, spaghettios. No, we have. I have like a uh, white line down the middle of the refrigerator, like yeah. the Brady Bunch did way back when they were splitting their bedrooms. <laughs> right, and you couldn't go to the other side. So I think I can I help you, Kenny. So no, well, Kenny, yeah. I think I can go help ahead, you and help Gil. In other words, Gil, you live in what we used to call a boarding house. No, it's not boarded up. You can see out the windows. Not, they, don't, they don't lock us in. We no, Gil. We, we go freely. They don't so are are, are you I'm, calling from the house phone? Oh, yeah. We got a house phone. We don't It's uh, we don't have a, uh, a cell phone. It's a, we have a, uh, what, a line? A wall Landline. Yeah, yeah, which is why I used to download the show at the library. No, it's a boarding house. I'm trying to save both of you. Yeah. It's a boarding house, isn't it, Gil? I don't know what that is, but it's uh, you have boards and sheetrock, uh, shingles. So uh, aluminum siding is outside. It's not boards. Now back to and try to keep it clean here. Um, but back to your roommate Bill. Um, 
Is he up all night feeding the geese? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, we had a cat. Oh. He goes oh. down to feed a cat. Oh, okay. But, uh, we had, there's some geese that come by, but he hasn't come down to feed a geese. Gil, we did you uh, did you hear? Uh, Gil, I know you've been to the state fair over the years, correct? All the time. All the time. Yeah, I know you, you like that. Uh, did you hear that the roof of the cattle barn uh, caved in because of the snow load? Yeah, I saw that on the, the 11 o'clock news this morning. It's uh, That's too bad, but no uh, uh, no cows are inside, so that's right. got hurt. That's right. No no cattle were there because the fair is a long way away. That, but they had too much snow. I could... I know how to avoid uh, this collapse for the state fair. What? I know how to uh, to, um, to uh, not have your roof collapse from the state fair. How? how? Boy, you're almost slipping into a Russian accent there. <laughs> how, how? What's your solution? You clean the roof. Yeah, clean the roof. <laughs> you don't clean the roof. You don't clean the roof. It's going to collapse right down. Gil, you're pretty damn smart, actually. You've got a good point. Uh, <laughs> clean the roof. Uh, you know, so I should come in more. Well, speaking of that, no, 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 Gil. B goes right by there off the stalling. No, we're really hard to we're hard to find. We don't want to see you in person. Gil, do you do you have a part time job? Are you out shoveling snow for the neighbors? No, a disability. Oh, oh, what's your? I'm sorry. What's your disability, Gil? Uh I hurt my knee. I slipped. Uh huh. And I fell. Oh. What the hell you think? Oh. You think I'm banging on uh, my, my knee with the hammer? I'm sorry, Gil. I'm, thank you enough for the time. Gil, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I was uh, I was over at uh, the Domino's, and I was uh, prepping the pizza boxes. That's my job, to fold up the pizza boxes. Yep. Oh, you're a speed boxer. Yep. And get them re- well, that's not too fast, but uh, I never won any awards. But... Um, <laughs> We, uh, we uh, and I went out back to get some more boxes and slipped on spaghetti uh, the, uh, pizza sauce. Oh, that's a terrible. Uh, but listen, thanks a lot the for calling. Is, it. The problem is the ambulance took thirty minutes or less to get there. Yeah. Oh God, that's funny, Gil. <laughs> Gil, you, you should be writing for. Uh, you should be writing. Can for you Sucharo. change our number? Uh, yeah, I'm this, think I'm going to have to. This can't happen again. Oh, that's that's what I. So you guys are at two eighty, right? No, no, we're so nowhere near there. We're we've over moved. by. Yeah, we're over by thirty five W. We moved. I got, some, uh, I got some pretzels for you. No, we moved. <laughs> pretzels. Okay. Thanks, Gil. Bye. Bye. Bye, Gil. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll come back here shortly. <laughs> Say, one size rarely fits anyone. That's why you need to get in touch with Federated Insurance because they tailor the insurance program you need to your business or industry, offering property and casualty, life, disability, income insurance. Their marketing reps are the best in the business. They love that company. They stay around. They get to know you and how your operation works, and that allows them to customize the coverage you need. If driving is a big part of your business, they'll take care of your auto liability. If you're worried about a cyber attack, you might need data compromise coverage. Your business is unique. You need an insurance carrier who treats it that way. Get in touch with a Federated Insurance Marketing Rep to see how their second-to-none service can help your business thrive. Federated Insurance, it's their business to protect yours. Even your business, John Height, your guitar business. Here you are. Thank you, Joe. Crews working Wednesday to eliminate 
ice buildup on the Upper St. Anthony Falls Lock Chamber in Minneapolis. According to the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers St. Paul District, the ice removal was an effort to mitigate potential spring flooding issues. According Mitig- to mitigate, mitigate. <laughs> According to the uh, USACE, only the locks on Upper and Lower St. Anthony Falls may be used to reduce flood effects. You want Upper or Lower? Yeah, they don't let boats through there anymore, do they? No, they're shut down. Yeah. A handful of Verizon customers will soon have faster wireless service. However, they'll have to pay 10 bucks a month more. Mm. Verizon says it'll flip the switch next month on a much-hyped next-generation 5G phone network. Service will start in parts of Chicago and right here in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Is this where we're going to see all the nerds lining up for everything? <laughs> no, this, this shouldn't affect... My phone will take this, right? I don't need a new phone for this, do I? No. Do you, you use Verizon? Yeah. Uh, the offer is available only on unlimited plans. Do you have the unlimited plan? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you probably do. That currently starts at $75 for one person without 5G. It requires Motorola's Moto Z3 phone with a special 5G oh, attachment. I do not have that. Other 5G-enabled phones... So, and, Reavers is right. Including one from Samsung will come this year. Verizon would not say how 5G pricing would work with those phones. Uh, T-Mobile has said its 5G plans won't be more expensive if its proposed takeover of Sprint goes through. Sprint hasn't announced 5G spi- uh, prices. AT&T did not immediately respond to questions about Joe, pricing. for $1 million, what did John Height just say? Talking about something to do with phones. <laughs> right? A 5G yes. is a hip-hop group. They just appeared yeah. at uh, First Avenue Something to do with week. phones. <laughs> a federal judge on Wednesday sentencing former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort to another three and one-half years in prison. Questioning his remorse and rebuking him for his crimes and years of lies. That'll make seven and a half years for Manafort, coming on top of the roughly four-year term he got last week in a separate case in Virginia. Also adding to his legal woes this morning, he was charged with mortgage fraud, conspiracy, and other counts in a new indictment in New York City. The state charges appear to at least partly be designed to guard against the possibility that he could be pardoned by President Trump and freed early on his federal convictions. The presidential power does not extend to state charges. Ooh, it's a little loophole, huh? (laughs) U.S. health regulators are moving ahead with a plan to keep e-cigarettes out of the hands of teens by restricting sales of most flavored products in convenience stores and online. The new guidelines, first proposed in November, are the latest government effort to reverse what health officials call an epidemic of underage vaping. E-cigarettes typically heat a flavored nicotine solution into an inhalable vapor. Federal law bans their sale to those under 18, but one in five high school students report using e-cigarettes, according to the government. Under proposed uh, guidelines released Wednesday by the Food and Drug Administration, e-cigarette makers would restrict sales of most flavored products to stores that verify the age of customers or include a separate age-restricted area of the store for vaping. My uh, son reported to me, he's one year out of uh, high school now, he reported to me that kids do not smoke cigarettes at all. They all vape. All of them. Never tried it, don't know anything about it, have no interest. When you were a kid going to school, was there a special area on school grounds where all the smokers gathered? I don't recall. I don't recall (laughs) much smoking. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Right by the tennis courts behind yeah. where the pool was. Yeah, same mm-hmm. here, but we didn't try it. They didn't try to hide it. No. They just stood out there with the, the teachers. The bus drivers would wave to them. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's out there, teachers and students alike, mm-hmm. you know, puffing away. Once again, my favorite vaping story is when Corzo switched to vaping and didn't want Strawberry Delight or Raspberry. He wanted Marlboro Red Pack. <laughs> that, there's, nothing, there's nothing funny about that. What do you mean? Because yes, those other things smell, it smells like a cat house. 
It's awful. Yeah, but Corzo thought he could get regular you cigarette can. flavor. You can. You can get menthol. Yeah, you can. Get, you you can. can. Yeah. And so I can also report to you that do not let your vape pen go through the wash. I did that yesterday, and now I have to go buy Whoops. another one. Oh my yes. god! You shouldn't do that. I don't man. want. I don't want anything. I don't. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I have a serious <laughs> question uh, about if if you are a vapor. I don't know anything about that. Where do you go to? Do you go to like the Sig store? That's yeah. the strip mall. Is yeah. that? Can you vape the, indoors? Uh, well, if you don't get caught, if oh, you want to make the mayor nervous, you can. The, like Kenny did the don't other they day. Blow up. No. The look on your face the other day when I whipped that thing up. <laughs> I thought you were going to light it up. Took right? a hit out of that thing. I thought you were going to give birth right on the spot. It was yeah. the funniest look I've ever seen. <laughs> I have two users in my family, not me, uh, but both. Well, my that wife boils it down then to your wife and kid. Yeah, they both. They the both. Dogs don't. But so, there's stores work where uh, they're just that's all they do. They sell. Equipment just vape stuff. Yep, and they sell. Do uh, your family members do the flavored, or do they just uh, do the, the? They do the flavored. Yeah, really. Yeah, they do the flavored. What's the point? Awful. Do you get a nicotine high? Well, my wife was oh, a. Yeah. My wife used to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. That's too many. When she started uh, doing this, probably six years ago, she quit smoking. Huh. So, and she she uses no nicotine in hers. So her liquid. So she's on the weed. Her liquid. No. <laughs> <laughs> Continue with the next story, because this right. is terribly boring. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> well, if you don't know how vaping works, I think it's interesting. I don't think it is. Well, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about that. Ford confirmed. Move on. This is too boring. <laughs> Ford confirmed. He can do that. See, it's his podcast. I know. Yeah. Ford confirmed Wednesday it's cutting an unspecified number of U.S. salary jobs as part of a global reorganization announced last year. Syed Deep, a spokesman for the second largest U.S. automaker, declined to say how many jobs are being slashed, but said the company expects the process to be finished by the end of June. He said the restructuring has resulted in some separations of salaried employee and the reassignment of others. Ford said last year it was working to reorganize its global salaried workforce that will result in headcount reduction over time. In January, Ford CEO Jim Hackett told employees 2018 had been a very mediocre year and that it was time to bury that year in a deep grave. General Motors, also halting production in five plants in North America, has cut about 8,000 salaried jobs, or 15% of its white-collar workforce. I just flashed back to what you said a little uh, less than an hour ago when I asked you what you would do to cut the budget, and you said, lighten the workforce. Mm -hmm. They're doing what it takes. Mm -hmm. Don't ask your government to do the same thing. A letter from Harper Lee to an old friend in which the To Kill a Mockingbird author rages about the bad taste and hypocrisy of people in her hometown that she felt were trying to turn it into a tourist attraction like Graceland. That letter is sold at auction for almost $27,000. Who was the old friend? Truman Capote? Uh, no, it's uh, Charles Weldon Carruth. Hmm. Uh, the letter was written in 1993 from Monroe, Alabama. A Caesar complain what was once a tiny town of considerable character is now six times its size and populated by appalling people. She goes on to rail against how locals are raising money to restore the town's old courthouse, which was used as the model for the courthouse in the movie of her novel, and turn it into a tourist attraction. She writes of how she loathes the billboards that have been erected around the town, showing the courthouse and an image of a mockingbird. Says she nearly had a fit when she saw one situated at an exit to the interstate highway, calling it an indescribable taste and a fraud. What year did she public. write the letter, I wonder? 93. 93? Radio producer, director, um, assistant editor, Catholic News, assistant editor, Catholic News, uh, executive editor. Ooh, monthly medical journey, a journal, 69 to 70. Yeah, so writing is his deal, I guess. She did a lot of the homework for Truman Capote on... Uh, 
Oh God, I'm having a mental in cold blood. In cold blood. Yeah. How that? Why? How? She was a buddy, and she went with him and did a lot of the field reporting for him. Really mm-hmm. <clears throat> interesting. Oprah Winfrey graces the cover of the April O magazine, just as she does every month. Uh, it's an environmental theme. She treks through the Amazon jungle. She's wearing a bright red dress and a pair of Minnesota's own Red Wing boots. See, when I saw that headline, I thought she was wearing a Detroit Red Wings jersey. <laughs> no, I was wondering w- why. Red Wing boots. <laughs> yeah. The sand-colored Nubuck Leather Iron Rangers from Red Wings Heritage Line, originally designed for miners. Wait a minute, John. You said this is the environmental issue? That's apparently, yes. And and she was walking where? In the Amazon jungle. I wonder how she got there. Boat? Mm. Train? Maybe train. Kayak. Maybe she walked. Kayak Kayak is probably what it was. Big old kayak. The Nubuck Leather Iron Rangers, originally designed for miners on the Masabi Range, with a reinforced toe that perhaps protected Winfrey from snake bites during the photo shoot. Uh, she, of course, is not the first celebrity to have discovered Red Wings. Several big-name stars, including Eric Clapton, Ryan Gosling, Jeremy Renner, Orlando Bloom, and Lady Gaga, have been known to wear them while riding motorcycles or doing other things. Fantastic. That's fantastic. So yeah. Red Wings stock will about <coughs> like, triple, yeah. quadruple because of this? Red Wings sells a boot for blacksmiths. They're like $300 brand the, new. They uh, sell for this, an anvil on your foot. They'll last forever. Feeler. They sell for $100 used. Yeah. This pair of Nubuck Leather Iron Rangers are 319 new. Wow. Well, you need those when you're fighting climate change. Yeah, when you're out in the Amazon. That's right. you got to get down to the Amazon and Hector people. Didn't uh, you used to do endorsements for Red Wing? I uh, did Red Wing shoes. Yeah, uh, Chet shoes, Red Wing shoes. Good uh, quality I, product. I still have two pair that I got. This was what twenty years ago. I got a Red Wing motorcycle boots. Yeah, they last. Good forever. company, mm-hmm. based you know, locally here. Yeah, we really like Red. I Wing. love them. They yeah. are great. You know, one of the yeah. one of the neat things about this new role is when when I'm producing a best of show, I'll go back into the archives and find shows that. Were long before I was ever part of the show with you guys. Oh, and, the good old days! And yeah. seeing when uh, seeing some of the old ads Rookie has uh, has done over the years, I, I I laughed out loud at a couple well, of them. Well, Clem did a lot of those Chet Shoe commercials. Chet Shoe, yeah, he did. Uh, oh, yeah. He could tell you they could wear Circle Pine, Columbia Height. Okay, right. uh, where else? Where else? Don't that. A Red Wing Shoe. There's one. In, Don't in, complain in, about achy feet. Up by me and uh, achy foot. Coon Rapid. Coon Rapid. Yeah. Coon Rapid. Circle Pine. Columbia Height. Yep. The Star Tribune reporting Four Paws, the St. Paul restaurant inside oh. a grand 19th century mansion, has closed. The announcement posted on Facebook Tuesday afternoon. It read, it is with great sadness that we announced the closing of Four Paws restaurant. Thanks for 11 great years. Known for its antique setting and its resident ghost, the restaurant named after the mansion's original owner has been operating since 1976. In 2007, Bruce Taher, head of the food service company Taher, took over and invested $2 million to renovate and revamp the restaurant. He said it's been a really fun ride and a wonderful place that made a lot of memories, but the last number of years, the revenues keep shrinking. It's the story of fine dining as a whole around the country. Things are getting much more casual. He wanted the restaurant to go out on a high note, he said, rather than downgrade its offerings. Donner still owns the building. He's unsure what the mansion's uh, next use will be. It's furnished with antiques. Some of them belong to the Fourpaw family in the late 1800s. Wow. He said, we'll have to figure out what to do with so, Did you uh, note that he cited as one of the reasons the $15 an hour? Uh, that shut him down? Really? Yeah, that's one so, of the reasons. Uh, and they lost their chef. Julia, if uh, if I were going to go there a year ago, what would I order? What, what, uh, you what? get the filet. 
Really? With the uh, well Bernays. done, right? Bernays. No, no. Medium with the Bernays sauce. I'm getting that sucker like a hockey puck. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. No, they what know what they're doing there. That's... Burn, it, burn it to a crisp. Yep. No, no, do not burn it to a crisp. They're this closed is... now, so it doesn't make any difference. Did they have a specialty dessert? Uh, they had a dessert cart, so you could get... You they, could... they wheel it out? Yeah, you could oh, get whatever. I love those joints. Yeah, it was... I would always get cheesecake. I haven't been there in years. I haven't either. That's probably why it closed. Yeah. I mean, we weren't frequenting that, but that's. it was a fabulous place to go. In fact, my kids were just inquiring about it, but we said, we'll wait for special occasion. So, that's a, oh, oh, that was my next question. Fine Could dining. two people get out of there for under, uh, I don't know, 100 bucks? Uh, you'd be pretty Again, close. this is all academic. It's closed. Maybe Mr. Tyre will uh, open up. Garage Logic wants to do a nice filet podcast. All right. Yeah. So, um, Joe, if you, no, do you ever a cook cat. a filet on the grill? And you, I, I do and you not. burn it? You will, and I don't you burn it, but no. I, I want it to no, be. Steak, oh. steak oh. Is I'll take in, the last piece that comes yeah, off the no, grill. No, steak oh. is intolerable unless it's burnt. Right. Oh, no. no. And, and a filet you would bake, you wouldn't grill. Don't ever grill a filet. It's, it's going to dry I, out. I, I, Disagree. A New York strip, okay, maybe, but if you're going to fillet or beef tenderloin, you bake that. When oh, my family no. cooks steak, I eat ballpark Frank's cold yeah. out of the bag. <laughs> you're making me sick. <laughs> go to my room and eat that cold so, wieners. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. He's cold got the, beef Frank's. He's got the old wieners, a big hunk of Velveeta yeah, with spaghettios. Dip them in. Dip it in because he heated it up in the microwave. There's nothing Velveeta. worse than a steak. Gross. I find the older I get, the less meat I eat. Why? I don't know. I just don't eat steak a lot. Well, you're not getting a big hunk, but you can't. Well, no, because you always want it well done. You lose out of the flavor because you want your I stuff hope, well I done. I eat about one steak a year myself. So, uh, I'm about at that point. Yeah. So for you, Such, there's no bear meat at the glory hole? Nope, not anymore. <laughs> so one of these days, if we're at a we place. We closed. We out of meat. If we're at a place, I will make you guys steaks. And you have to eat them my way, and you will Absolutely love them. What's the place where you got to cook it yourself? Uh, that's at that's uh, Melting Pot. Oh, yeah. Melting fondue. Pot. That's hey, a couple, there. couple of buddies I know. And know what you have to do? You got to cook it yourself. <laughs> Ain't no way I'm going to cook that myself. I'm out. <laughs> you got to cook it for me. There's a place like that in West Yellowstone that the buddies like going to. I hate the joint. I'm not going to pay for a, a meal. It was fun. I'm not paying for a meal if I have to cook it. Yes, yeah, fondue I, I, was again, fantastic. Again, I have to agree with this acerbic fellow from the great north. If I go to a restaurant, you're waiting on yeah, me. That's as dumb as Kramer's cook your own pizza. You know, I've idea. been out with you, and you're fun to go out with. I am, because I pick up the bill. Well, that's, that's number one. That's the first reason, yes. But your eating habits drive me absolutely I'm sure crazy. They do. He's the first one done. He's the first one done. He's, he doesn't. He's not inelegant when he eats. He just eats very fast. I'm always the last yeah. one done, and then he's like, "Okay, what's up? What well, are you doing all now?" With the jibber jabber. You know, if I was cooking this thing, it would be blah blah blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Well, I what am I there to do? Eat. Pick up the tab. I'm there to eat. I'm not <laughs> no, there to talk no, to you. I don't no. care about and you. And that's the funny thing is the CP <laughs> will say, oh, how are you guys doing? What's going on? The hell with that. Give me and my food. And he's just going, grum, 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 grum. You got any uh, biscuits? Okay. Grum, 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 grum. And then we're just enjoying ourselves talking about <laughs> Nothing how enjoyable. are the kids? What's going time. on? How yeah. is... I don't want to... I don't care about your kids. Give me my damn food. <laughs> I'm here to eat. And then, oh, Joe, you better buy them dinner right now. I know. I'm going to buy them dinner. It's fine. <laughs> Speaking Aren't we of, due, uh, by the way, anytime I don't think soon? So. I don't think so. close. We should have a show meeting. Yeah, here show meeting at a restaurant, should we? I think. Four pauses out. Speaking of eating, an Ohio man says he's only drinking beer. 
for Lent. Liquid bread. As a nod to monks from Boy. the 1600s. Remember the I can get into that. Remember yeah. the year we all tried to quit? Oh, we're going to give up Lent. Yeah. We didn't make it a week. Yeah. I have yeah. so far. Uh, I, have a, I have a Lenten confession to make. Uh-oh. You know, it was going to be a Monday through Thursday. Monday through Thursday, we were... It was, it were well, you just, take Sunday through Tuesday. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to include Sunday because right. it was the weekend day. So Monday through Thursday, we were going to, okay, let's yep. go. Well, I came home from uh, uh, a thing on Wednesday night, story? and uh, I said, "You know what? I just let's let's just have one. Can I'm I just out. pour you a little glass of wine?" So I made it about four hours, I think, oh, after boy. on oh, Ash boy. Wednesday. Being afterward. a true addict, if I uh, quit something, I have to replace it with something else. So yes. I gave up the beer, but I replaced it with lasagna. <laughs> and, uh, um, let me I'm tell not you, sure that's a wise that trade. Was, uh, yeah, your I got drunk off my ass on lasagna yeah. on Sunday night, and uh, I'm still paying the price. Wow. Still eating salad. I thought he smelled oh. like lasagna every That's day. That's a bad trade-off. Yeah. Sweating out the lasagna. <laughs> Del Hall's the director of sales at 50 West Brewing Company in Cincinnati. He said he's living off of beer for all of Lent, the 46 days before Easter. He was inspired, he said, by the monks from the 1600s who brewed a specific beer during Lent, a time then they were not allowed to consume solid foods. Of course, that beer was a rich lager called a Doppelbach, which had a high alcohol content and was full of carbohydrates. Uh, Hall has done water fast before. He has not done beer. Uh, he said he won't drink all Doppelbachs. In fact, he noted his favorite beer is Bell's Two-Hearted IPA. While taking the month off eating food, Hall is having checkups with the doctor every two weeks to make sure his body's holding up. Uh, if you're wondering, at the start of the fast, Mr. Hall, six foot two, weighed 292 pounds. In the first week, he lost 15 pounds. I think that's a good note to end it on, Johnny. Okay. The right. U.S. has grounded all 737, uh, what are they, the Max 8s? Max 8 and 9 planes in the U.S. Nine? There's more than nine of those in the U.S., and no, no, no. Those are the the numbers. This is what a do you reason. Mean, the numbers. Ma- what do the you mean? max. The seven thirty seven max eight and nine. Oh, I can't. Oh, eight okay. and nine. Uh, and this is a, a recent change because didn't the FAA just say, "Nah, there's no problem." Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, some pilots just. Where are you getting this, Rook? Uh, from someone at home. All right. And then we're confirming that with CNN. So we'll try to uh, watch for that. Down the road. All right, let's uh, let's end on a high note, huh? What a nice podcast that was. All right. If you want to get more podcasts, check out garagelogic.com. You might not be all caught up. There's a lot of back podcasts that you can catch up on as well. And don't forget to go to the website, garagelogic.com. Greg Holcomb is always working very hard on new creations. Joe's always reading, so you want to find out what's on his bookshelf, the latest version. And... Please rate us on Apple iTunes. We'd like to get your feedback, good, bad, or indifferent. Thanks to all of you listening. Spread the word, Garage Logic podcast version online at garagelogic.com. And don't forget to tune into its sister podcast, Table Talk with Rookie's Family. The last one was pretty, uh, it got pretty heated and argumentative. Uh, a lot of arguments going on. Wrap it up. Let's do it. Garagelogic.com.
Are you ready for a different point of view? Say, this is Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. I'm here, as always, to answer your questions on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what you should be doing with your retirement dollars. But, of course, you do have to give me a call at 952-925-5608. With much market volatility on the horizon, you're going to need some help. So give me a call at 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from me. Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. I'm here to help you personally set your portfolio to deal with this upcoming volatility. So make a point to give me a call for a no cost, no obligation, 48 minute review at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.